Hello, class, and welcome to the 41st episode of A Plus Anime. I am your sex ed teacher. That's weird. Should I be a sex ed teacher? Is that... Do they still do sex ed? Uh, yeah, maybe. I, ho- I hope so. I that hope should be on do. the parents, you know? That's, that's on you and the Lord. But anyway, <laughs> I am your teacher of love, Ian Brichelle, and this is my guest speaker today, here to talk about love and anime, and that is Alex Van Aken. How are you, bud? Hey, I'm good. Anytime I get to talk about the anime, I am I'm a good good person that day. I'm, and I'm, I'm a ju- good. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I guess from the top, I'm gonna kind of say what type of episode this is gonna be. And for those of you who wanted NATO on this episode, I'm sorry, but he is very busy. I am very busy. He's dead because he's dead. Yeah, I killed him. Yep. <laughs> you know what? That's it. That's what I'm saying. I beat around the bush here. But when I visited Australia, I murdered NATO. I'm sorry to say that. Mm. No, I mean, honestly, if, if Australia doesn't kill you, then murder won't. I'm, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, uh, I've been really busy with this wedding stuff and the engagement stuff. And I decided that we were going to have like a little mini episode, like a really quick 30 minute episode to talk about love and relationships and, you know, how that relates to the media we watch. And specifically, I wanted to talk about that connection to anime. So I wanted to call in my striker here, Alex, who has an amazing relationship with him and his wife. And I kind of wanted to pick his brain about love and how they met each other and how that connects to this story that we're talking about. And that is the anime um, I think it's, well, the uh, English name is My Love Story, but in the Japanese name is uh, Ore Monogatari. So, yeah. So before we get really into it, Alex, uh, for those of the people that don't know who you are, I, I doubt there is anyone out there that doesn't know who you are if they are connected to A plus anime at all. But how about you just tell us who you are? Yeah, if you are a A plus anime listener um, and you aren't an OK Beast podcast listener, maybe you should go check that out because that's the show that Ian and I host together. It's a video game podcast that comes out every Monday. Um, so yeah, if you're a fan of A plus anime, maybe check out the OK Beast podcast. And, uh, I'm also over on just okbeast.com making videos and podcasts and all that fun stuff. So, and I know I say this ad nauseum and I even said it a few minutes ago on our last attempt at recording this, but you truly are the grease in the wheels of OK Beast and A Plus Anime. And I don't know how to thank you enough for keeping this this sinking ship afloat, Alex. So, you know, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome, Ian. It's you know pleasure. what? I've never heard you the know words what? thank you from these ungrateful <laughs> fucks ever. <laughs> so. I'll take it when I can get it, you know? No, I, I, mean, I am. I am glad that you invited sex, me. That is definitely something that I've said once or twice. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So Alex, what is? So I guess like for a little bit of background, I know you've been on the show once before, and I know that you are a fan of anime. But how about you just tell me, like, what is your favorite anime, or do you have a, a especially favorite experience with anime? You know, give me give me some background info on mm, you. Okay. Um. As of recently, I've recently been watching Megalobox, and I really enjoy that. I haven't finished it. I know that the uh, season finale came out, and people were not so not so hot on it. But I'm 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 probably eight episodes in, so I'm a few behind. Uh, but I've really really been enjoying that because I'm not I'm I'm I call I think I'm an anime fan, uh, but not like some I'm not keeping up with, um, you know what's coming out or that kind of thing. I just hear recommendations from friends and then I watch it and I enjoy it. That's kind of, I'm very casual anime fan. Um, grew up watching the typical stuff, you know, Gundam, Naruto, uh, DBZ, that kind of thing. And then, uh, Miyazaki stuff is what kind of got me into it. So, uh, that's kind of where I'm coming from, but but yeah. Nice. So in any of those (laughs) 
anime, do you have a particular, like, people call it uh, ships or whatever, or, like, um, people in the anime that you, like, want to be together. Do you have any anime off the top of your head where you're like, oh, my God, this character and this character, they were my favorite couple or whatever. You know, you just referenced Naruto. People talk about, like, Nar- I mean, there's a whole big community of people that want Naruto and Sasuke to be together if we're talking about love and, and Naruto or whatever. So do you have mm-hmm. any any particular standouts from any of the shows that you've watched in the past? I'm very boring. Um, How is I'm that at s- all related to, to, to because the we're talking about? My ship, my ship. Um, I'm going to go the to Titanic. Spirited Away. Spirited Away is what the anime I'm going to choose, if that's okay. That's completely uh, fine. And I'm going to ship Chihiro and Haku. I always, I always wanted them to get a little kiss in there at the end, you know. It's a little, it's a, it's a little, scoosh. It's a little, little dragon, kiss. dragon river kiss. Um, but it became, it was just platonic. That's fine, you know. Um, but you know, sometimes when I watch that that movie, I'm just like, man, what if they just pissed? I mean, what if, I, mean not, if, I said, what, what if they pissed, pissed those pigs? <laughs> What if they just pissed on those pigs right now? If I, if I know anything about Alex, it's that he loves piss and that he wants monsters to fuck children. That is definitely Yo, what I know about Alex. Eat that ramen and kiss each other, you know? Pig sex. That's what I'm about. Uh, so I'm yeah, so Spirited, Spirited Away is a great so anime. This is going th- this way already. Uh, attempt number two is definitely the drunken attempt, if that makes any sense. Exactly. But, uh, so like... Uh, do you know a lot about like any, uh, you just mentioned that sort of pairing, but do you have a bunch of experience with animes that like pair people together? Or is it like, do you mainly watch like Shonen where it's like battle anime? Like, do you have any like experience with romance anime at all? Or, um, Yuri on ice is, Oh yeah, that's one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then your name could maybe be considered that kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but not a, not a ton. I really enjoyed your and I actually haven't finished it, so don't spoil it for me, please. Um, they kiss really hard. Ooh, That's uh, final episode. man, I'm gonna finish that tonight then. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed what I've watched of your and I so far. Um, I started watching it, I think, for an episode of A Plus Anime I did, uh, and then I got sidetracked for the holidays. But I want I think I'm gonna restart it and go watch it. Um, I'm kind of like. I'll like start an anime. I'll be like, this is really awesome. I love this. And then another anime will come out. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Like food wars, cooking anime. Awesome. I'll go watch some of that. And then it's like, Oh, the boxing and exosuits. Oh, Megalobox. Let's do it. That's kind of what I'm, where I'm at with anime. Cause a lot of them, not, not Yuri, but like, um, food wars or other, other ones, they have a lot of episodes. Um, mm-hmm. And so it, the, the coming, one piece problem, right. And, and none of them are like at that level, but not the ones I watch, but still I'm coming in usually three or four seasons behind. So I have a lot of catching up to do. And so I, I naturally kind of like, uh, wander, uh, the, the crunchy roll, uh, browsing page. So that's kind of where I'm at, but yeah, not, a, not a ton of romantic, um, anime, but I have watched some slice of life anime that, that kind of contain that, you know, it, it's funny that you mentioned, Yuri on Ice because I didn't even think of that as a romance anime. I thought of it more about as like following your dreams, but like a romance is a huge proponent of it. It's like, it's a massive part yeah. of that anime, but I, I didn't even remember it as that in my head. Um, so shout out to you for reminding me of that. Oh, and thank you. So yeah, no problem, but, um, but to kind of parlay from that, what is, I was going to say, what is your experience with love? But like for those of the, those of you out there who know you, like you are married. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long have you been married? Uh, I've been married to my wife for, in in a couple months, five years, and then we've been together uh, nine. 
That's so. awesome. Also, you didn't say my wife properly. You have to say it in the traditional. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> my wife. My wife. Yes, perfect. Um, the, that deep Borat cut. You know, Borat is my favorite anime, in case people were around, <laughs> curious. Is Borat, um, but, could be Borat uh, American anime? I feel yes, like. Yes, Borat is definitely an American <laughs> anime. That is definitely. Yeah, <laughs> is Borat a cartoon or an anime? It was produced in Korea, whatever. No. Um, I mean, Kazakhstan is technically. Or what isn't what's the meme nation from that? Is oh, it Kazakh? gosh, I don't even remember. Or, it's like I've some never, random. I've never finished thing. Borat. I've never watched Borat completely all the way through. You, you haven't watched the uh, the um, immense uh, credit to cinema that is Borat. No, I have not. How dare you? I know. How dare you? How dare but, me? Um, yeah, exactly. But um, I forget, we talked about Borat, and now I've sidetracked mentally. <laughs> so, so yeah, so you're you've been married for for five years. You have been with your wife Kayla for nine years. So, how, when did you guys meet? Like, how old were you? Uh, we were we are high school sweethearts. We met. I was seventeen. She was sixteen. She wasn't even allowed to date at the time. We kind of got in trouble for dating. Uh, her dad was like, you "You're going to read this." With the Lord. Her dad was like, "You're going to read this book about dating," and we're like, "No, we aren't. Uh, <laughs> just we're just going to go make her out." Dad be like, "You're going to read this book," and then he just hands you Harry Potter. He's like, I really enjoyed this book. The read book was book. called like Dateable or something. I don't know some like Christian dating book, and I was like, "We're not reading this." <laughs> and then but, every and, night you read that to Kayla before you go. To sleep. Uh, yeah, every night she she lays her head down on the pillow and I read Dateable chapter nine. <laughs> the, Save yourself your connection for the with Jesus. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, we met in high school, um, back arguably when I was more into anime than I am now. So she's seen me in my best. She's seen me in my worst, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So, so is back then your best or your worst? I think back then is my best. Okay, there you go. That's definitely I was a lot skinnier yeah. and my hairline wasn't receding back then. So oh, shut <laughs> I'm gonna up. say that, that was my best. Don't bring your hairline problems onto my I'm anime sorry. show. We're gonna start our own hairline podcast called oh, Receding that'd be great. with Ian and with Ian and Alex. <laughs> um, so okay, cool. So that you kind of have your you have a very good connection to this story because these characters are meeting in high school. Yeah. And that kind of connects to to your relationship in a certain way. And mm-hmm, I have sure. a certain connection to this story because it takes place in Japan. And, you know, one of the characters is a blonde haired boy. So that, that, I mean, that's not the one who's in love with the other person. But yeah, so I also have a kind of weird connection to this yeah. story as well. A personal connection. And it's funny because when like, so, so for those of you guys who are just listening or haven't watched the show, again, we're talking full spoilers for the entire episode. So I don't know if I mentioned that at the top, but just keep that in mind. We're talking about it. So do yourself a favor and watch this first episode before my you love story listening. in case you yes, missed my it. love story. Um, and my my quick opinion it's really really awesome it's a cute story and i think that yeah. everyone should go check it out um i feel like i'm super biased when it comes to shows that we watch for this podcast because i feel like i like everything but sure. i feel like especially around maybe i'm getting a little sappy maybe i'm getting a little bit tender <laughs> in my older age as if i wasn't already fucking sappy enough in my younger oh years my I'm, gosh. I'm getting yeah. to a whole different level um but this definitely this show is a cute and actually surprisingly funny little love story um, that I think everybody should check out. Yeah, it kind of captures that feeling of like, oh my gosh, does she like me? She doesn't like me. Okay, she likes my friend, but really, she likes. It's like that that in high school. Like I remember, I can recall like before I asked Kayla, my wife, out on our first date. I was like, Wait, I'm sorry, she what hates me. What do you say? Kayla, my wife. Um, my wife. My wife. I'm sorry. I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a terrible person. Say it in sorry. the traditional Japanese. My wife. My wife. <laughs> the the traditional Japanese. Um, and so it was, 
I don't know. I was always in my head. I was like, oh, does she like me? She doesn't like me. She likes my freaking friend, which is actually a true thing that happened. Uh, she liked my best <gasps> friend um, for like three years. And I was like, oh, she doesn't like me. There's no way she likes me. And that's like that That show captures this feeling. I feel like that like butterfly, but also like anxiety. Like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? I like that about this show. It feels yeah. it feels pretty genuine. Yeah. And I feel like. So again, this is a story about some a Japanese person, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like also this anime kind of captures how it feels like to be a foreigner in Japan and dating a Japanese girl. Because I feel like every time Cal looks at me, she's like, oh my god. Or like when we first started dating, she's like, oh my god, look at this. Look at this guy. Who is this guy? Because yeah. the main character in this show is like this six foot eight, super muscly dude, like <laughs> kind of intimidating looking guy or whatever. And I feel like that's how half the people look at me in this country is the same mm. look that you have this guy. Um, so, so yeah, so I guess for context for people that don't know, if you've been listening to the show and you haven't heard about Cowdy, then I don't know how you possibly, did you like skip past this? Like every I talk episode. about her every single episode, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's nearly, I mean, except for episodes that I haven't been on, like I get maybe, I bet you NATO mentioned her accidentally, right? Like I'm sure that she's been mentioned in almost every episode. Um, but Cowdy is my fiance. She is a Japanese woman. We, um, we met, two years ago and yeah so she's japanese i'm an american guy and this get married kind of like this is a, we're getting married in front <laughs> of the eyes of jesus <laughs> jokes on you jesus can't find me in japan he doesn't oh, have that vision yeah exactly <laughs> um but yeah so we are getting well like it's a long story but we are having a japanese ceremony this weekend and we are going to have like an american style party two years mm. from now with the real with like the real with a priest or a rabbi or whatever um, yeah and that again kind of like what i was saying at the beginning parts of the show that kind of brings this whole thing full circle where i wanted to have a little show about love and how we felt about love and how it feels with our experience so do, you said you met kayla in high school right do you yeah. think that this we'll kind of use this to parlay into what happened in the show and talk sure. about the show more um, did, d- how did you meet Kayla and does it, does your experiences with meeting Kayla kind of parallel this story at all? Because you mentioned that you're, she liked your best friend, right? Yeah. I, so I came into the, I, I was kind of like similar to this story where like the, uh, the main character's friend has like all this history with the girls and like they, uh, he's always gotten the attention and it's in a somewhat similar way. I came into the picture like much later. So like all of these like crushes were already established, um, and all this stuff we met, um, and like the first, I think like our first activity we did, um, we did went on like a tubing trip and I actually didn't even talk to her on that trip. Uh, she was like off hanging out with her friends and stuff and like talking to the other boys. Um, and then like a year later, like it took so long, uh, but we like went on a, a, a camping trip together and it was like, okay, I've got you. Like, there's no other distractions, you know, here, here I am. I've got you. We're in the woods. No, not like that at all. Not like that at all. Very supervised. Um, we were rafting. It was very, very much supervised. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so it was kind of like the, I, I kind of similar vibes that I got from the show. Like, okay, this dude, like he seems like an outsider, even though they've grown up together. Um, and like the girls have always like, the, the people he's liked have always liked other people, which is exactly my story. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty much like every girl, except for one or two that I've ever been into, have been into other people to the point mm. that they, I, I, uh, I, there's one girl that will be, I'll say her name. She won't ever hear this. Jade. I profess my love to Jade. 
Oh my god, Jade uh, is like our number one fan. She posts on the Plus <laughs> anime forums all the time. Um, no joke. Her dad reached out to me one time over Twitter after an OKB's OK podcast like went up and he was like, hey, how are you? I'm like, what the heck? No way. <laughs> Insane. This girl named Jade, uh, I, I really liked her. Told her I liked her after like four months. I was like, all right, enough of this. I'm, I'm not beating around the bush. Put it all out on the line. And then she told me no. And then she immediately started dating some other dude. And then the other dude came and was like giving me I like life, you. giving me like yeah, giving me like <laughs> life tips and like don't worry, bro, somebody else better will come along. Don't worry, man. And I'm like, you're right. So I, it all worked out in the end. But I have that similar experience of like, okay, I like this girl. She likes somebody else, and then I'm gonna be humiliated because that person's gonna tell me that it's okay and try to cover me. Uh, anyways, so, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, getting so flustered kind of here, Ian. Yeah, I'm no, getting you're flustered. Good. I'm going to save you. I'm going to save you. So <laughs> to kind of parlay that into the actual anime story. So this anime follows the story of this uh, high school student. Or It starts off actually in, he's in middle school. And it has mm. the very much anime problem where it's like all the main characters look like they're like 30 years old. But they're in yeah. like middle school and high school. Yeah. So this follows the story of Gota, who is this like super tall, big sumo wrestlery muscle guy. Um, and he, I think he's on the judo team. I think that's kind of how they open up the, the episode. And he is this kind of, again, like, kind of an, like an outsider because of how tall he is, how, you know, how big he is. And, you know, he, I think they do like a little montage of like all these girls that, that like his best friend and his best friend is named Suda. And Suda is this like super aloof, like super handsome, typically attractive looking guy and like yeah. all these girls tell uh suda that they like him uh because again fun fact in japan it is pretty common it's i would say it's like evenly common for girls to say that they like the boys because in america usually it's like you know boys have to always make the first move or whatever but mm -hmm. since people in japan are typically super super shy girls also have the opportunity to make the first move in japan um so yeah, so it, it has this big uh, supercut of all these girls um, professing their love to Suda, and every single time he says like, "No, no, I hate you. I don't like you. You suck." Dislike. Or yeah, and um, and it kind of cuts to Gota saying like, "Oh man, like I wish that I was like him. I wish that girls liked me like that." Yeah, and you kind of get the um, the impression that Gota is this like super like cute and like sweet big jolly green giant sort of guy, mm -hmm. um, and he means really well, and he's a good guy. And uh, side side note, this story is actually, I think, the perfect um, parallel to like nice guy syndrome, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Very because much so. like, yeah, like so again, I don't know if they necessarily have this problem in Japan. But again, for those of you who listen to the show, if you are from other countries, what I consider to be nice guy syndrome is a guy, a kind of guy who like becomes best friends with a girl with the sole purpose of eventually having her notice him and be like, Oh yeah. Like love me. Don't love your boyfriend or don't love these other guys. Like yeah. I want to be, it's pretty toxic. Yeah, it is very, uh, not even toxic. I feel like when you're younger, like you don't really know any better. Sure. I feel like to if you're doing it when you're an adult, it's very toxic. If you're say. 30 years old doing this shit, no, thank you. No grazie. But, um, essentially it is a manipulative technique. And I feel like when I was watching this show, I kind of had that, that feeling in the beginning parts. And I was like, Oh no, is this going to be, is this going to be about a guy who like becomes friends with a girl and then manipulates her to, to date her? But it's actually yeah, it's quite not. the opposite. Yeah, Gota is is a genuinely nice person. And um, that kind of is the impetus of the show. Um, and the show kind of opens up with this subway car scene. And uh, Alex, I don't know if you know a lot about um, Japanese subway cars, but there is a big problem with men groping women on crowded subway trains. 
And I can imagine if you are being sexually assaulted in public, I know most American women would like fight back immediately, but you have no idea. Like I can't, I can't even imagine how scary that would be. Right. Um, yeah. And it opens up with that or like the show kind of its second part of the episode kind of does that sort of scene. And actually fun facts are not really that fun. It's kind of gross, but um, these problems have gotten so bad in the morning that there are women's only trains in the morning that, like they they won't let you on the train if you're a man. That's how bad the problems have gotten with this wow. sort of stuff. So Goda ends up saving this girl, this high school girl, um, by literally chokeholding this guy, um, and this groper, and like bring him to the police essentially, or to the um the subway managers or whatever. And then he ends up knocking this guy out in a very surprisingly animated scene, and. Like you see that scene, and then you see the right the scene right beforehand where Goda hears from Suda that there's been a sexual predator trying to like attack kids, and he stands outside <laughs> of the kindergarten. I was with dying. His, yeah, it was so. And I think that that scene and the scene, um, or sorry, I'm uh, the kindergartner scene or the young kids middle school scene is kind of supposed to illustrate Goda as this genuinely good guy, not only being a good person because there's a girl involved, because he literally stands, again, for those of you, if you didn't watch the episode, he stands outside of this middle school after school and just stands there menacingly because he's this like six foot five massive muscle guy. And he stands out there menacingly to make sure that there's any sexual predators outside the middle school trying to prey on kids. And a policeman walks up and says, I'm sorry, sir, but we've we've heard that there have been there was a um a scary looking fellow outside of the middle school. Like, you need to please leave. And he's like, no, I'm protecting the middle school or whatever. <laughs> and um, yeah, you kind of get like this this air about him that he is like a very good guy. He's a genuinely good person who worries about other people, who wants to make sure that people are safe. And and yeah, like, like what did you think about this character when you first started the show, Alex? At first, he, I wasn't sure if I was going to like him. Um, he just seemed like big, tall, and goofy. And I was like, oh, am I into this? And then his personality started showing like in those scenes. Like that, I was dying in that scene, you know? Um, and like these, like, I don't know, these embarrassing things kept happening to him, but he's rolling with the punches. I, and I, I learned to like him as a character. I've only watched one episode so far, but uh, I, I tagged it so I could put it in my queue. Um, because I feel like all the characters kind of, number one, I, I, after playing Persona 4, I was like, holy cow, this is very familiar. Uh, like, even um, the the, ma- the 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 blonde guy, I guess, he kind of looks like Yosuke. And then this guy, they all kind of look like, I was like, huh, interesting. Um, mm-hmm. A little side tangent. But, yeah, I really enjoyed the characters in the show, especially um, the main character. Um, and, yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad that you liked him, too. And kind of to... This whole show is kind of about taking our personal experiences with love and like with relationships and stuff and kind of paralleling them to this this singular story. And um, for context for me, I mean, I'm not currently dating someone who I knew in high school and kind of to actually randomly to connect it back to you and I, Alex, we just went to a prom, a like mm-hmm. live action prom. Live and action I, prom. Yeah, live action prom. You know, there were explosions and there were titties out and there was a sword, <laughs> um, you know. Um, I know. Yeah, you were there. Um, so, yeah, so I brought Cowdy, my fiance, to that prom. Mm-hmm. And it was, kind of, it was kind of a cool, weird, full circle thing where I'm about to marry her. And I got to take her to a prom where they don't have proms in Japan. Right? Yeah. So it was this weird thing where like, hey, guess what? Come to this high school experience. Yeah, it's like a slice of high school. Uh, yeah, it's, it was weird in a, in a great way. Yeah. Um, 
but kind of to go back to how I was back in high school, I kind of bounced between the Gota character and the Suda character. Because, like, the beginning parts of my high school experience, I was, like, the super awkward guy. Like, I, um, I, I had a crazy growth spurt my freshman year, so I shot up. I, like, lost a bunch of weight, and I felt like I was a completely different person. And I was, like, this, like, lumbering, unassuming guy who would trip over himself all the time. Yeah. And that kind of gave me, like, the Gota vibes of, like, like, I... I, I I hope that I was just a genuine nice guy, right? Um, that's I think everyone wants to be a Goda character. Yeah. Um, but I think that as I kind of went throughout high school, I kind of became a little bit of an asshole, and uh. I slowly became <laughs> a Suda character. Um, and I think that almost every guy can kind of see themselves in these characters. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I think one thing that I would like to say about this that is a little bit better than most high school shows that I watch from America is that these guys, these male characters are, I think more emotional and more, more animated, um, than most American, uh, characters. Right. And I think Mm -hmm. that's a part of the high school experience is that you're like crazy emotional. Right. And like you have all these emotions, you have no idea where, and you just like shut down because you don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that this show does a good job of like kind of expressing that and putting that at the forefront um, of its story. And I think that's one of the reasons why I think I connected so much with these characters, because you can see yourself in these characters mm-hmm. in both the good ways and in the bad ways. So let me see after we were talking about that. So yeah, so um, the next big scene after that is after they save the this girl on the train. Her name is, I think her name is Yamamoto, if I remember correctly. That sounds she correct, comes, yeah. So yeah, so Gota punches out this sexual predator guy, like, and he knocks him so hard he cracks the guy's head into the wall. And he doesn't, uh, what I didn't understand is he got suspended from school from that. Like he wasn't at school. Yeah. It was kind of weird. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, like, did it get back to the school that he uppercutted a sexual predator? Like I would have gotten a medal at my school if I did that. <laughs> um, so that was kind of strange and maybe it was a translation error that I didn't get. But, um, so he gets suspended from school and he's sitting at home and then, uh, his best Suda comes and gives him homework and kind of mm-hmm. gives him the homework, and then Yamamoto walks in, and is like, oh, and even Gota's mom is like, oh, there's a girl here for you, oh my god, which is totally high school me, where, like, my <laughs> mom answers the door, and is like, oh my god, there's a girl here, like, oh, who is she, like, is she yeah. a friend, or, um, did you have any of those experiences in high school, Alex? No, no girls ever visited me. I was too busy playing WoW. Yeah, the only time, I, I mean, I, I guess girls visited me, the Jade girl visited me, but in the end, didn't work out. The, the she, only people that visited my, my house, <laughs> the only people that visited my house in high school were like the skater people I was trying to fit in with. And they're like, you want to skate, bro? Uh, you said you were like this amazing skater. And then I'd be like, oh, I hurt my knee. I can't skate today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Know, the show's all about love. But that didn't end well. Getting an amazing Alex story out of that it. That didn't end well. Sorry, yeah. bro. I hurt my knee. I can't. <laughs> yeah. But you said you hurt your knee three months ago. It's like, yeah, man, I can't skate again. That was pretty much me in eighth grade. Uh, had a just permanent knee problem, so I couldn't skate that year. <laughs> Poor Alex. I'm going to buy you a knee brace. Hopefully oh, we can get you back you. on a board one day soon. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so yeah, so then this, uh, Yamamoto comes and, uh, brings a cheesecake for the boys to eat. And, yeah. and that's when Gota starts to realize like, Oh, I like this girl. Like she makes, she makes the desserts she all cooks. herself or whatever. Yeah, yeah. She's so nice or whatever. And, um, yeah. And then afterwards, uh, Yamamoto leaves and then. Uh, Gota ends up 
uh, oh, Gota finds her phone in the room. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh no, like, you know, let's, we'll meet up later. And th- this is the moment, the, the turning point, I think, for me, where it transitioned from like, oh, this is like a, a quote unquote nice guy story to like, yeah. this is a genuine story about like a real person or like mm-hmm. a somewhat real person where um, Gota says like, oh, I need to invite Suda because that's what a real man would do. I wouldn't like, I wouldn't go and meet this girl alone um, and like have that situation be like, dangerous for her right that's kind of how i interpreted it is Mm -hmm. like oh yeah if i go alone then i'm like imposing on her um and goda is this nice guy who's like all right i'll invite suda to make sure that it's not awkward since there were three people there last time and uh he invites uh suda then they go up and meet up with her and um he as he's walking there he like realizes that oh yeah i like this girl like I, i really do think she's cute and she's super nice or whatever and they go and they meet up at the park and they eat macaroons together. And there's this distinct moment. And I'm curious to see what your thoughts uh, okay. on it were is when he eats the macaroons, he hears that she makes all this stuff from hand. That's her hobby or whatever mm-hmm. uh, that he like sprints into or sorry, he's staring at her and he's like, like, does she like Suda? She's blushing. She is like super happy. She has to have a crush on Suda. And then he sprints to the bathroom and then he, he pours water on himself and he says these words and I, I wrote it down. Why won't human emotions, even my own, work out the way we want to? Am I just naive? And he's, like, pouring water on himself this entire time. And, like, I distinctly remember myself saying something adjacent to that when, like, I had a crush on a girl in high school who, like, didn't know who the fuck I was. Yeah. Like, didn't give a shit about me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, did you did that resonate with you as a guy who is not, like, a super alpha male bro where, like, yeah, I can get any girl I want. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. I, would, I would consider us to be, like, type B slash more emotion, emotionally driven people. Like, did, did you resonate? Did that resonate with you at all or no? Yeah, I really did. I think that, uh, kind of those sentences defined a lot of what I felt, um, you know, in, in middle school, even in elementary school, like the latter years when you start to get crushes and, you know, um, very much so resonated with me. Uh, it's just like sometimes like, especially with like crushes, like, and especially like in your teenage years, you get so emotional. Like we talked about a second ago, like, if something doesn't work out in your favor, it can feel like just everything is crashing down around you. And it's like, okay, well a girl just didn't like you back. Like it's not that big of a deal. But in those moments, in those like adolescent years, it's like this huge deal. And it's like, why can't these things work out for me? Why, what is wrong with me? You know? Um, so I, that, yeah, that very much resonated with me. Yeah. And I mean, I've definitely done, I never poured water. I never poured like a gallon of water in my <laughs> face in the show, <laughs> but I did something adjacent probably. Uh, and even like when he comes out, like, Yamamoto and Suda are like they take out napkins and like towels and they're like are you okay like why are you so wet like what happened and like they have no idea what he's going through um because they're both pretty conventionally attractive and I assume that they're like I don't we don't know a lot about Yamamoto when we first meet her Mm -hmm. but we assume that she like has a bunch of like male suitors after her um and yeah so then after that he kind of decides uh that he's like you know what this girl doesn't like me like she'll never like me she came to grab and sorry the episode ends with um, Yamamoto sprinting after them saying like, oh, you know, like, uh, what, what's your email? Let's talk later. You know, I yeah. can't contact you if I don't have your email or whatever. So, which is not true because, oh no, no, sorry. She called her own cell phone. That's how she, she found them last time. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I, cause yeah, I had so, the same thought. I was like, what, what? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense now. So yeah. So then they exchange emails and then as uh, he's walking away, he kind of like completely flips his mindset and he's like, you know what? I know that she doesn't like, but you know what? I'm going to be her cheerleader. I'm going to make sure that she can be with Suda and I'm going to be the best possible wing. He essentially says like, I'm going to wingman this girl to help her be my best friend's boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, what, what a guy, like what, like what a, 
I understand this is a story and this is obviously like written to to have that stuff in it like to have that you how do you root for the character right yeah but like afterwards i was like first of all a in high school i would have never done that i would have no, been resentful towards all. my best friend and i would have been like fuck you bro why do you like whatever oh and then uh, sorry i completely skipped this over this part but suda says like oh yeah that girl's pretty cute or whatever and if you uh remember the reactions from the beginning parts of the episode suda does not like Anyone. any girl yeah yeah so it's like, like a big that, deal that he said that yeah and then like so Goda's like well he likes her she likes him fuck me. So he kind of immediately turns it around and makes it a positive thing. We're like, you know what? I like both these people. These people are both important parts of my life. You know, how about I just let, I, I be happy for them and, and cheer them on and, you know, allow them to be happy. And that like is how the episode ends. And I think that's a really cool, I don't know. Like, I think it's a cool positive take on like that heartbreaking situation. And I wanted to know, how how did you handle heartbreak in high school? This is going to be kind of like our final parts of the podcast. Like, did you take it like that or did you take it in a negative oh, no, way? No, or... I took it very negatively. It was just like, <laughs> all right, well, I guess I'm renewing my WoW subscription. <laughs> uh, I, no, okay. I took it horribly. I I wish I had the grace. I was sitting here trying to think like, oh, yeah, I was sitting here while you were talking. I was like, oh, yeah, you had to have like done that for somebody at one point. Like you liked them, but then you cheered them on instead. I was like, nope. I was I was nope, not I was a, salty. Yeah, I was very salty. Uh, not to their face, but behind the scenes I was like, man, you know, crying whatever. And I was I was mm. I was not I was not a man. I was a boy. I was a boy. boy. I had um I, I I definitely had that experience too. I definitely was super salty when uh, I found out the girls didn't like me and liked other people that I knew. Um that's did, the worst. I, yeah. Like that's the one that stings yeah. the worst. Like as opposed to like some random guy you never see. It's like, oh, great, I get to see you. Like you know, all the fucking time. Yeah, feels great. I I, I think that feels good, man. Um, I think that I I think I might have done this one time, but the only one time I'd ever done this with was, was with a very close close friend, like a best friend, mm-hmm. where I was like, ah, oh, okay, like fine, like here's all the music she likes or whatever, like good luck or whatever, like because I was yeah. already fr- I was becoming here are my her, notes, so. you know, yeah, here you go, I'll pass <laughs> you my notes from like uh, about Cindy or whatever, um, but I distinctively remember something adjacent to this happening where um, I liked this girl in high school. And she kept on telling me about this guy that she liked. She's like, oh, yeah, I have a crush on this guy. And I'm like, and I was friends with her, but I also had a crush on her. So I was like, yeah. oh, man, like, like this guy is so lucky. You know, like, that, that guy seems like a good guy. You know, like, you know, good luck to him. Like, I hope everything works out. And I would, like, walk away. And then, like, I found out, like, the end of the year when I had a girlfriend in high, a different girl I was dating in high school. Like, she came to me privately and she was like, the guy I liked was you, idiot. And I was like. Oh, my bad. Like, I had no idea. And and I know a little bit about this show, and that's kind of how this show, at least from my understanding of the show and the previews and the opening or whatever, that's kind of how this show is, is that it's kind of like this aloof guy, this aloof nice guy who gets into a situation where this girl likes him and he has no idea. Yeah, I definitely had those experiences in high school, like... I know uh, I will not name them because I've not confirmed this, but Mark. looking <laughs> Mark, Mark, uh, it's you, Mark. Uh, <laughs> I remember like a very, a relationship that was always friendly, still friends with them to this day. Um, but at one Mark. point I did have a crush on them and looking back and I was too scared, but the signs are so obvious, like that they liked me back looking back. I'm like, Oh yeah, duh. Yeah. And at the moment though, I'm like, no way, no way. And I, no I would way. tell a story, but I feel like that would, uh, whatever. I don't have a crush on them anymore. Uh, we would like, we went on like, <laughs> what if you're like, well, I still have a crush on them. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Sorry, uh, Kayla. So 
we like went on this walk in the snow and like, it was like snowing everywhere. And it was like very much like almost like a date. And I was like, Oh, they hate me. They don't like things, me. Things were super serious with Mark, man. That's yeah, I'm so dude, glad. Mark, the homie, the homie now. <laughs> Love you, Mark. But only I mean, as that's a friend. Of me and pixel brave, you know, <laughs> I, I, I went out on a nice uh, seafood dinner with him, you know, yeah. then I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm with Cody now. And he's like, it's okay. Oh, that's so funny. But yeah, so I, I definitely relate to uh, my love story, the anime, not not my actual love story. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I like the positive aspects that we just talked about. Like it didn't devolve into that typical, like stereotypical, um, you know, oh, she doesn't like me. That sucks. I'm going to trick her into liking mm-hmm. me. You know, like it was very wholesome, I felt like. And I was like, oh, yeah, that makes me feel like me makes me want to be a better person, you know. So I like animes yeah. like that. Or any any yeah. any media like that. Yeah. There are definitely some medias out there or pieces of media out there where it's like, I became best friends with the girl and then she realized that she liked me at the end. I'm like, no, Loser. she didn't. You, you tricked her. Like, that yeah. was manipulation. And I'm very glad that this... Sh- and I mean, like, anime is definitely not without its problems in the romance slash, um, like, courtship of people. You know what I mean? Like, there are yeah. definitely some... Pro- I mean, harem animes are kind of gross in a way, right? Um, and... I'm glad that this show takes its time to be like, okay, this guy's a good guy. It, it definitely sets up that this this uh, the main character Goda is a good person, right? And not just like this dude who's manipulative. Mm-hmm. And I'll kind of I'll round out the show with saying this is that after Goda realizes that, or after Goda realizes that, um, they exchange email and they're going to be friends. He says like, okay, the story is going to continue. Like saying that like the story between them is going to continue the, their story together. Right. And I'm glad that I'm glad that this show is focusing on the story between them and not just this conquest. Right. Yeah. I'm glad that it's a, it is actually a narrative. It is a story between two people and not just about, you know, this guy, like this loser guy who just wants to date this girl. I'm glad that it's way more nuanced than, than I thought. So, yeah. So that has been the end of this little mini episode about love and love. anime love about Alex's fake love for this guy named Mark. So Mark. Come back. So Alex, where can people find you and Mark walking in the woods, holding hands in the face of God and Jesus Christ himself? <laughs> where, where can, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at okay beast. Uh, nope. That's not where you can find me. You can find you my can work find me. <laughs> at okbeast.com. You can find me on Twitter and stuff at it's Van Aken. And if you want to follow okay beast, which is the, the website behind a plus anime, you can follow that at okay beast. Now. There you go. And as yeah. always, you can follow me at Ian Why Not on Twitter. You can also follow all of my work also at OK Beast on YouTube and on Twitter, like Alex said earlier. And you can follow NATO in Australia because he's not here. I don't need to do his plugs. But uh, if you do want to follow him, obviously follow him at, at I Know NATO. And you can follow him, I think it's every Wednesday, Australian time, uh, at You Game Bro, which is his new little gaming talk show that he hasn't invited me on, but he invited Blessing on. I'm going on I'm tonight. Very salty. Oh, wow, that's cool. Everyone's going on. <laughs> you know what? How about you invite Brandon and Moises, too? How about them? You know what? That's fine. That's fine. You know what? That's cool. But, but yeah, so this has been A Plus Anime. Do you have anything else to say, Alex? Do you have any closing thoughts before we, we dip out about anime? Anime is good, and so are you. Well, you know, we usually have a final saying where we say <laughs> something, but you know what? That's fine. This is a mini episode, so we'll say that instead. Everybody, anime is good, and so are you. That is the end of our first mini episode about love. So we'll see you next time. Say goodbye to the anime, Ingrates Alex. Goodbye. 
<laughs> Goodbye, you degenerates. <laughs> Next time on A Plus Anime, NATO continues to be Australian, and Ian realizes he loves sports anime a little too much. What anime will they review next? Find out next time on A Plus Anime.